welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. And I just want to, first of all, congratulate you for your new season of your show on Cleo Thank you. Kitchen. Thank you. And first, I want to talk about how the first seasons, like if you could just explain those or, or sum those first seasons up in a few words, what would you sum those first seasons up as for you? Yeah, the, the first season was, was, um, was exciting. It was very exciting because I was embarking upon my own show now you know, as being a host, something that I've really been pray, praying for for a long time and finally getting that opportunity. Yeah. So I would have to say it was exciting and scary at the same time because I didn't want to mess up a great opportunity. I didn't want to be one of those that say fly by night, the first season flopped and didn't do well. Um, so I wanted to do everything that I could in my power to help make it a success because I, I really put my all into making it, you know, making it what it was. And, and we were truly blessed with the opportunity um, of winning three awards. We won one Taste Award for it for Best Online and Streamer, and we won two Tilly Awards and one in the entertainment category, an amazing production team, Powerhouse Productions, an amazing network to be on. You know, New Soul Kitchen is all about millennial women of color. And that's truly something that I'm for, you know, me being a millennial, my wife millennial, and then just me having five girls. That's something that I want to just want to play a part in nurturing in as, as being a man. And I took my gift for food, and that's how I use it to help bridge that gap. I'm providing great food overall. Absolutely. You sure do. Now, you mentioned that you and your lovely wife are um, both millennials. And that's a good thing to bring up because I'm actually a mom of two millennial people, of two millennial kids, of one of which just um, he and his fiance just purchased their new home. And so they are now starting to get the gist of cooking for themselves and mm-hmm. you know, cooking for each other. So I'm going to ask you, millennial to millennial, if you are speaking to um, other fellow millennials who are just starting off, you know, just got into their new home, their new apartment, what advice would you give them for making the cooking regimen easy and making that transition from, you know, mama's cooking over to cooking for themselves? You know, one one of the things, and it it was like over the course of the years, how the food dynamic change what we were used to eating and how we ate growing up versus how we see and the options of food that are provided. We know there's a plethora of different foods that we have to choose from that so many different tastes. But I think one of our biggest things is we want great food, but we want it fast. Yes. We don't want it to feel like it's Thanksgiving day when you go in the kitchen and you see your mother a grandmother in there cooking, and it's like, man, I've been waiting for seven hours to <laughs> right. get to this meal. You know, we want great food, and we want it in a fraction of the time, and that's really 
what it's about. And that's what I strive to do is to show you how you mix a combination of fresh ingredients, blended with dry ingredients and whatever your protein or your vegetables together and how you get a nice, good, flavorful meal. And then at the same time, you know, we have, we have grown more health conscious yes. On, yes. on what we put in our body. And so one of the biggest things that I love showing with New Soul Kitchen is how you can create great meals and you don't have to use a lot of salt, mm -hmm. a lot of sugar and things like that to get those, those flavor profiles that you're craving. There are so many herbs and spices and different things that you could blend together and get that. And I show them while using ingredients that they can get from their local grocery store. They don't have to go all the way over to Timbuktu to source a certain ingredient to create a meal. I'm showing you how to create great tasting food with what you have in your pantry, in your fridge, or freeze at any given time. And that's important too. Thank you for sharing that. That's important to for everyone to know, um, have ways that they can make their dishes with ingredients they can just find right around the corner in their own neighborhood at their local grocery store. Now, you mentioned healthy and flavorful. So let us talk about this new season that is about to premiere this Saturday. Uh, what type, can you give us just a, a, just a glimpse of the healthy uh, meals and the flavor that you're bringing to this new season? <laughs> oh man, we're, we're doing everything from gumbo all the way down to skirt steak and cilantro lime black beans to we're giving we're giving you a, a an amazing plethora of vegan dishes because now granted outside of me being the host hey i wouldn't be repping new soul kitchen if if i didn't have some amazing co-hosts so i have four amazing young ladies that are bringing their spin to the table and that's what it's about so we got vegan we got that american keto and American soul for those that are on that weight loss journey but want to still know what great foods I can eat. Yeah. Also, we have seafood. We have Cuban. We have an Afro-Cuban chef that's amazing that's bringing her flavor. We, are, we even have a chef from South Africa, from Ghana, that we're creating some of those authentic dishes. So when you roll with us for these 16 episodes, Trust me, it's going to change the whole dynamic of where the way you cook, the way you see food, and with the recipes that we're giving you during each episode, you can build out your own collage of cookbooks and start creating in a whole new way in your kitchen, and we're doing it in 30 minutes. I love it. I love it. And you mentioned your guest chefs. So let's just talk about those wonderful ladies a bit. I, you have Chef Risha, who you said her specialty is savory. We yes. have um, Chef Aki, which her, she's the vegan, yes. a vegan specialist. Um, Chef Lorna Masco, who No, is no, no. Chef Essie. Essie. Okay. Chef yes. Essie. And um, she's doing the um, Ghanaian food. Correct. And then we also have um, a South African um, specialist is coming in. So tell us how, what was the selection process like to pick these particular ladies to come in and um, guest host with you on this season? Man, you know, hey, we went through months and months of, of just really just looking at a lot of the young ladies, their cooking styles, how true they were, as we call it, your, your, your culinary point of view. Mm -hmm. um, 
seeing how well they grabs their cuisine. Because the one biggest thing is I know what, what my style of cuisine is, which I specialize, even though I'm a Southern chef, I specialize in French and Cajun cuisine. And so we wanted to, to bridge in chefs that complemented what I did and brought their own true flavor to it because we didn't really, we didn't need a, a duplicate of Chef Janard. We needed those enhancements, those extensions, because that's how your dinner table, you know, when you, as, as we used to have, what, what, what was it before the quarantine, uh, potlucks. Exactly. When you have, you know, your friends, family, people bringing over their different dishes, it was, it was their different spin on whatever that dish was. And this is what we, we sought after with these amazing ladies, whereas if Chef Gennard is creating um, a meal for a party and he bring in some of his, his best friends to create amazing dishes to really help set that meal off. And this is what we look for with these ladies. And trust me, they did that. I'm so excited. Sounds so very exciting. Um, you talked about the production and everything um, that goes behind the scenes for this. So give us a little bit of the behind the scenes process because um, I love to cook as well. Um, I, I have my own little cookbook of things I've made up myself, like you said, just experimenting with flavors and everything. And we all know that when you're creating that, that new dish or you're experimenting, um, you have to kind of play and play the with trial the trial and error. Right, the trial and error with the herbs and spices and stuff. So um, you're a father of, of five and I'm a, a mom of four. And so um, I'm pretty sure you can um, share with me how you've had those experiences where trial and error kind of didn't go as you as you thought it would. So Yeah. Yeah and, and that's one of the things, you know, before we before we bring any recipes to the table or even to the show we're making sure that our recipes work because what we're doing is we're sharing our recipes and our dishes with the world. And we want you, when you create that dish at home in the comfort of your home, we want it to turn out amazing. We want it to be easy for you to flow through it and get those same results because it's not about, Hey, make, you know, giving you a long drawn out recipe where you got to go through 13 different steps, you know, showing you how to create something, off of as, as least steps as possible and then how to get the maximum amount of flavor out of your ingredient. And so that we, it was months of going through, hey, these recipes, because I got a ton of recipes and granted, all of them are amazing, but it's certain ones that we wanted to really just, just play, put out into the world for this particular season. And, you know, it's just like how you feel on Monday. On Monday, you may be feeling like, hey, some some smoked chicken, but then on Tuesday you may be feeling like doing some hey some shrimp scampi. Exactly. So that's yeah. how we we treat treated each episode is how how you're feeling and what's an amazing recipe that's very easy to do, easy to create that we can give the consumer based off of when they watch the show on Saturday. They may want to instantly after that hey. Because the show is premiering Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So, hey, they may want to go to one of those online shopping carts Saturday night and load up their grocery list to have delivered to their house on Sunday morning so they can refix that dish. And, and that's how we put the whole process in motion of creating each recipe, each dish that you see, that you get. 
while staying true to our culture. Yeah. But then now, hey, it's long hours. You know, we're we're on set. We're filming. We're filming twelve to thirteen hours a day sometimes. And the reason why is not that it's taking us that long to create the meal, but you know, we got a lot of moving parts. We're changing our sets. We got wardrobe changes, things of that nature. If it's an ingredient, like, hey, you're going through your, your ingredient list when your stew chefs have it, have it set out for you, and you're like, hey, I'm missing this ingredient. So right, right. now they gotta make it, they're gonna make a store run to go grab that ingredient. And that's how it is because we wanna give it to you right. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the reason why I asked you that question and had you talk about that in detail is because I want everyone to know that the viewers to know that they can feel confident in watching your show. They can feel confident in knowing, hey, I can recreate these dishes and it's going to taste good. It's going to please my guests or my family or, you know, if I'm having a gathering of some sort, small gatherings, of course, now with what's going on in the world. But um, whatever I'm doing, it's going to have flavor. It's going to taste right because um, honestly, and, and, and you don't have to say anything because I know you, you may not be able to, but I'll say it. We know there's a ton of, you know, cooking shows and, you know, cooking magazines out there that pretty much just, you know, throw anything together. They're more Exactly. Throw anything together because it, because it looks good. It's photogenic. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, uh, you know and, and one of the things I really love, a great photogenic dish, I try to do a lot of photogenic meals because... We are visual creatures, and we eat with our eyes first before ever biting into the meal. But the one thing that I do hate the most is, is seeing a, a pretty dish, and then I taste it, and there's nothing there. That's like exactly. one of the biggest <laughs> disappointments. Exactly. I, think this, I think the saying is, the bark is louder than the bite yeah. really applies to dishes like that. Yes. And, it, and it's not just about giving you a couple of air filler shows or mm -hmm. a couple of page fillers when it comes to recipes. It's about giving you true, authentic, tried yeah. and tested dishes. Yes, yes. Realness and authenticity is what we get with you in your meals and in your dishes. It was all through season one. And like you said, you're coming with more heat, more flavor, more recipes in season two. People can feel secure knowing that they can make these dishes and they're actually going to taste good. So yeah. that's, and, and the preparation, it's important to know that you do, you put that time and that effort and that preparation and that trial and error and everything into them to make sure that they're just right. We do it before we turn it over to them. Right, right, right. So as, as a person, you know, a viewer decides they want to make that dish, they know that they can't go wrong. They're yeah. not going to miss with it. So that's why I wanted you to explain that behind the scenes. So I appreciate you doing that. Now, also, too, um, I have you here. You are a chef extraordinaire. So, you know, I have to get some tips and advice from you as well. Um, you talked about being a father of five. What give us some tips, especially with you know, we have online learning going on, we have a pandemic going on, so things are getting crazy. You know, um, schedules are changing by the minute. 
In fact, uh, my my son's schedule just changed again yesterday. So yeah, so parents are having a hard time keeping up with the a balance of you know when to prepare the meal or what to prepare the time frames that they'll have to prepare different meals whether it's breakfast lunch or dinner so um give us your expert advice on what parents can do or some tips that they can do to kind of create that balance in these unprecedented times to make sure that not only they have those meals prepared for their children um breakfast lunch and dinner at the proper time but to make it less stressful on them as well yes you know some of my biggest tips and these are tips that i even apply apply for myself and it really helps us get through the day because we have them being home our children are being homeschooled but one of the one of the biggest things is especially when it comes to dinner which we know is a lot one of the biggest highlights in a lot of homes Mm -hmm. um always try to create dinners if possible where when you cook that dinner, you can repurpose that dinner for lunch the next day. So be recognizant of thinking about the protein and vegetables that you're getting for that meal. And think, and what you're doing is you're thinking ahead. So, hey, say it's Monday night and, hey, we're just coming out. As we say, we got the, got the Monday blues, the hustle and bustle and everything. But Monday, you, you, do, a, you do a quick one-pot wonder whether it's you, you're putting – some chicken in a crock pot or you, you're baking it in an oven or, you know, depending on if you feel like just sauteing some chicken breast in a skillet and you put whatever vegetables. But the purpose of why I said that, I'm just using the chicken. So the next day you have leftovers. You could do multiple things with those leftovers for lunch. Now, quick fix for the kids. So because if you're working from home, that you, you got a limited time to get away from your computer and come. Make sure they have what they need. So hey, you can have you can take those that same chicken, pull it apart. Now you can turn it into tacos. Cause look, we we on Taco Tuesday now, right? <laughs> tacos, and they can incorporate if you did some corn with your dish mm-hmm. the night before. Now you can incorporate that corn in it, turn it into a taco salad bowl. If you don't want to do the tortilla shells or the, or what have you, you can throw in your lettuce, your tomatoes, and you got a full you got a full meal, and you're giving them protein, um, your vegetables and grains and everything they need all in that one. And boom, you, you, you got lunch out the way. My biggest thing when it comes to breakfast, and a lot of people tend to think, well, what should I do at breakfast? Well, one of the biggest things is during this pandemic and like we got the kids that are at home and we're working from home or what have you, it tends to slow down the activity of your life and what you're doing and how you're known to be burning off their energy. I really just love doing things just as simple as poached eggs or, you know, boiled egg for lunch. You can also throw in a cup of fruit. Me, I really love juicing. If you have your nice blending, trust me, if you juice some great tasting fruit and you can throw in some, some vegetables in there and the kids won't even love it. No, they won't even know what I mean. You can throw in some vegetables with some pineapples, some strawberries, some mangoes, whatever fruit you may have. Blend it up, throw you some broccoli or celery in there, serve it to the kids, and they think it's good because, hey, mom or dad is giving me a smoothie right now. Yeah. But you give them everything to, to jumpstart the brain, to kick yeah. them off that yeah. morning instead of giving them a, a heavy, drawn-out breakfast. I ain't saying get up and go in the kitchen and hook them up. Chicken and waffles and biscuits <laughs> and gravy. Now, granted, I love that, too. Right. But, you know, we, we're living in a fast-paced life, and right. we're trying to do right. all this right. while being con- being confined into our homes. 
Exactly, exactly. And that's why I had you share those tips because we are, as, as you said, you're, you know, Southern cook by tradition. And um, I'm a Southern girl as well from, um, I'm based out of Arkansas. So I know all about the, the huge breakfast with the biscuits and the pancakes and the, you know, like you say, every eggs and everything. Yeah. And it's a different time now. Absolutely. And um, two of my children are, are virtual learning right now at home and then I'm working mm -hmm. from home. And so, yes, it, it's been a, it's been a kind of, a, a shift for a lot of parents to try yeah. to change from you know that pack and go lunch or that big mm -hmm. lunch in the morning to try to do something quickly so their child can hop on their computer in time for their classes so you share some wonderful tips that weren't that didn't only sound delicious but are also healthy and will give your children their brain yeah. power to get them through the day so i really appreciate you sharing those Thank now, you. i'm gonna ask you something a little off kilter if you could only pick, I would say two, um, or <laughs> the two spices that are your favorite, like your most go-to spices for your dishes, what would they be? Yeah, I think. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that is a that is a hard. But I think uh, some of my most go-to spices is I really love smoked paprika. You know, smoked paprika is kind of kind of mild mannered and 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 that flavor, but the notes of getting smoked paprika, not traditional paprika, really brings out the essence in in meals. Um, I think my my second spice that I I really love, and it's a combination of two, but I'm really a, an amazing fan of lemon pepper. Yes. <laughs> lemon pepper. And it's something about yes. it's it's something about when you get pure good lemon pepper, not that not that just additive stuff, but I'm talking mm -hmm. about some some real good lemon zest and cracked black pepper. Mm -hmm. When those two are mixed together, man, it's outstanding. The citrus and then you get the nuttiness and the spiciness from the cracked black pepper. It'll bring it'll bring any dish to life, and I don't care whether it's whether it's seafood or whether it's just straight vegetables. That lemon pepper is one of my favorites too. So I'm glad you said that. Now I asked you that because going back to that traditional cooking, old school, you know, it's um, accent. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, 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 Laurie's, you know, yes. um, salt and pepper. And like you said, there are plenty of other ways that you can bring out flavor yeah. and yeah. bring out a deliciousness to meals without using salt, pepper, and all those other things that include a ton of sodium. Exactly. So, Yes. Reduce the sodium and add more water to, to your diet because a lot of times we don't even realize that you the more sodium you consume, the more it makes it makes you retain water and retain fluid on the body. So a lot of times, look, you, you can say, hey, well, I didn't even eat much last night. And then I got on the scale today and the scale didn't change or so it went up and I can't understand what's going on. A lot of times it don't, it don't be what you ate, it be what you put on it or what it was cooked in, and a lot of times it is those sodium additives that will cause your body to retain the fluid and what you're seeing 
is the water retention because the more sodium you have in your body, the more your body craves and want to hold on to the water. Yes, absolutely. And I have to ask you for one dish as well. Um, what is your favorite heart healthy dish that you like to make? My favorite heart healthy dish is salmon. And what I really love, I, 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 really, I really love salmon. Salmon and I think also cod too. But I, I really love, I love fish. I've always did, but I really love a nice ginger ginger salmon and what i do is i take take ginger and if you don't want to mess up your ginger you know you can grab ginger paste out of out of your local grocery because i always believe in giving that quick fix but you can get you some ginger paste you can mix in some some cracked black pepper um some smoked paprika you can blend those and if there are any other favorite herbs and spices that you may like like rosemary thyme i really love minced garlic and i just coat that coated all over my salmon and what I like to do is I like letting it sit for at least 10 minutes so those flavors can penetrate through the inside of the salmon and then get me a nice cast iron skillet with some olive oil or avocado oil and just sear that bad boy on each side get a nice good crust and man that's that's what I'm talking about and you're getting everything you're getting omega-3 fatty acids from the salmon you're getting you're getting a you're getting the garlic, which is great for the heart. You're getting the, the ginger, which is great for inflammation. So, you know, you're putting all those components together and getting it in a meal. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining me because I do see what time it is. We're short on time. But Look, I want we was having so much fun. We don't even realize we ran through the Right, <laughs> exactly. And, and my and my PR team is pinging me like, "Hey, we waiting on another one." <laughs> right, exactly. I'm it's so sorry, but I would definitely love to do this again with you at any time. You know, if you don't or, or any of the followers, please definitely follow me uh, at Chef Janard C H E F J E R N A R D, and make sure they check out New Soul Kitchen premiering this Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Look, Absolutely. we're going to have a blast. Yes, don't miss it. And we definitely be watching and checking in with you throughout the season. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. And we'll be watching you on Saturday. Yes, yes. And look, I look forward to finishing this conversation with you so we can talk about Absolutely. that quick way. Absolutely. <laughs> we will throughout the season. Thank you again. Thank you, you as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.